Welcome to the Courage Matters Podcast with inspirational speaker, author, and creator of the Courageous Life Planning System, Michael Anthony. I'm Aaron Thomas, Executive Director of Courage Matters, and in this special podcast series, we're covering 30 days of crushing your goals, removing false limits, and unleashing your potential. Focus is one of the most important attributes of a successful life. However, focus isn't the only thing. In this episode, we talk about having a focus filter that will allow you to filter all of the events and activities in your life and ensure that they are moving you forward in light of your life legacy. We break down each component of a focus filter and how it will allow you to achieve meaningful goals. Here's episode 18. Hey guys, welcome back to episode 18 of the 30 Days of Crushing Your Goals podcast. As always, Michael Anthony is here with me, and today we're diving into your focus filter. Focus filter. 18 days of crushing your goals and unleashing your potential. Unbelievable. Hey, we have, we have appreciated getting the emails from people, haven't we? Absolutely. Messages on Facebook. Uh, messages on Facebook. Yeah. Face, Facebook. Facebook. <laughs> yeah. Uh, info at couragematters.com is our email. And we love to hear your questions, your comments, your feedback, social media. For me, it's at the official Michael Anthony. Um, and we'd love to hear comments on that. You can also private message us. Yeah, absolutely. Which people don't realize. And if you if you like are enjoying what you're hearing here and it's firing you up in a good way, if you message me on Facebook at the official Michael Anthony and you say, hey, where's that free goal setting um, download? Can you give that to me? We'll, we'll, we'll give that to you. Why? Because we like helping people move forward. It's been great. Absolutely. So just message us on Facebook. We'll get that to you. And um you know, we should deal with this other issue. Well, can, I, can I take a rabbit trail here for a second? I thought we were on focus. Filter. Focus. Let's. We need to stay focused, but let's, I'll, I'll let you have this one. Well, Go ahead. Let's not. Let's not. Let's stay focused. Now I'm curious. Uh, well, I was just going to say, I was going to talk about chatbots and the technology of chatbots, right? Okay. So you need to know that we use a combination, right? In transparency, we use a combination. There are times when I will literally respond, Aaron will literally respond personally. And then there are other times, like when you ask for the free download on a resource, can you imagine what we would be doing if we got like a thousand people or even a hundred people that said, yeah, where's that free download? Hey, right. Frank, here's your free download. We wouldn't be able to do this stuff. So, And it, they would also have to wait for it. So why not just send us a message it. and instantly you right. get that guide instead so, of waiting yes. till we get to that message. And it that's could be- a, Two days. That's what I'm saying. That's a great example of using the technology in a smart way. So we use chatbots for that kind of stuff. So you ask for a free download, we will get that stuff to you right away so that we can do what? Help you move forward right away and help us keep moving forward because that's what we're about. That's what we're trying to do. So no apologies for that. We're trying to use that technology in a way of integrity and a way that is actually really effective and fruitful. So at the official Michael Anthony, message me and the chatbot will give you the free guide for um, crushing your goals and unleashing your potential and, and you'll like it. Absolutely. So yeah. let's get focused now. Let's get focused. So we're talking all about the focus filter and I love mm-hmm. this because focus is such a such an important thing in life. I know it's something that yeah. I struggle with a lot. Uh, my buddy mm-hmm. always used to joke around that I'm, I'm chasing all these different rabbits. You yeah. talked about going down a rabbit mm-hmm. trail. and Because you're a visionary. It makes it you hard. You are a visionary. This guy's great. A plus. It makes it hard. So yeah. fo- focus is is huge. If you want to do mm-hmm. anything significant in your life, it's going to take mm-hmm. immense focus. You need to make yep. sure that uh, you're not just 
do an activity to do activity, but it's activity do that. that is filtered through yeah. a funnel that is going to basically allow you to mm-hmm. achieve mm-hmm. your life purpose and vision. So it's massive. Let's talk a little bit about what a focus filter is. Why Why did you come up with this mm-hmm. concept of mm-hmm. a focus filter? Because there's so much chatter, so much noise. You think about um, your electronic device. You think about all of the messages that are coming to you today. It used to be you sign up for an email list. Now you sign up unless they want your phone number as well. And by the way, when we ask you for that, we don't spam you with that. We, we're giving away stuff where, you know, if you like what we're doing, you're going to like what we're giving. That's the whole idea. But now... You know, you get text messages, you get SMS messages, you get emails, push notifications, all this stuff coming in from everywhere. If you don't have focus for yourself, if you don't know what you're supposed to be about, then you're going to end up drifting. You're going to become a human doing instead of a human being, meaning mistaking busyness for progress. It's not about busyness. It's not just about scheduling your appointments. Oh, my gosh. You need to understand that so um, deeply. If if you are just using a planner to schedule appointments or if you're just using your smartphone to schedule your appointments, you are not focused. You you can't be focused. It is impossible. It is impossible to be focused. So unless you have a clear understanding of your life vision, your life purpose and the components of what we're going to talk about here today, a focus filter, then what's going to happen is other people who are focused or how about this? Other people who are also not focused. (laughs) Which is a lot of us. A lot of people, (laughs) right. And we just drift toward that. We all drift toward that. Their priorities or misplaced priorities or fuzzy priorities are going to become your priorities. So you got a fuzzy person talking to a fuzzy person, hanging out with fuzzy people. Everybody's out of focus. And what are you doing? You're just going from one task to the other. And somebody wants to get off this treadmill. That's what it's about. I'd like to get off the treadmill. I'd like to get off the hamster wheel. And I would actually like to stop just exerting energy. I would like to make sure. I'd like to guarantee. That's what a focus filter is about. I'd like to guarantee that what I am doing with my life actually moves me forward to accomplishing the things that I determined are really important to me. Right. So that's why a focus filter is so important. It's important for my life. It's important for your life. If you get, I should say, when you get the Courageous Life Planning System, it will become so integral to your life, so simple to use, and so irreplaceable. You'll be like, what was I doing before I was approaching life this way? You, you, I'll tell you what you were doing. You were living as a human doing. Yeah. You're just going from task to task. So focus filter brings it all into play so you know what you're doing and why you're doing it. And then you can get to what you do because so, you know why. So you said something that I thought was interesting, that if you're just using a planner or organizer, you're not necessarily focused. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people would say, well, I am super focused. I have my appointment book. I have my calendar. I have my organizer. Right. I'm mapping everything out. Like typically people that are using that are or they they think that they are focused. Yeah. Why is that not the case? Because you're all you're doing, people mistake busyness for progress. You have to get that word into your vocabulary so deeply that you never forget it. It's about progress, not busyness. It's progress, progress, progress. If what you're doing doesn't move you forward to crushing your goals, that's kind of a important title, right? If it doesn't move you forward to unleashing your potential, you you can keep an elephant 
with a stake driven in the ground on a chain. And that elephant will just keep walking in circles. By the way, this is not an original. I heard it from somebody else. You know, that elephant will just keep walking in circles without realizing that it has much more power than it needs to pull out that that steel spike, that iron spike that's in the ground and just be free. But because it's been conditioned to stay in that spot, stay in that circle, it will never realize its potential. And it's the same way with, mm -hmm. with our lives. Until you get focused, until you get serious, until you get passionate about why you're here and who you want to become, you will never unleash your potential. You'll never soar as high as you could, go as far as you could, have the impact that you possibly could. So a focus filter, and I know that's what we're going to talk about here, the components of a focus filter and, um, you know, what does that actually look like as we land the plane? You know, I like saying that all the time. Let's land the plane. Right. Let's get it from the clouds onto the tarmac. I want to be able to taste and see and touch this thing. Right. Um, so um, when you use a regular planner, this is one of the reasons why... I was compelled to create the planning system. And I, I'm not gonna apologize for it because it is a system designed to revolutionize lives. I did it because the other planners that are out there at best help you manage your schedule. Well, well, why don't you want to manage your priorities? And people say, well, that's one thing I think does. You're just using technicality. No, I'm not. There are so many people, when you look at what's on their smartphone, it's dumb. When you look at what's on their planner, it's dumb. It's important. It's important for somebody else. I'm not saying others, other people's priorities aren't important, shouldn't be important to you. It's important for other people, but it's not necessarily important for you. Is it moving you forward toward creating that masterpiece mosaic? Is it moving you forward to realizing the vision that you have for your life? Is it in line with your purpose? Is it prioritize your passion, your aptitude, your personality? Your spiritual gift, if you're a follower of Jesus Christ, does it prioritize your worldview? Is it focus you on changing the culture? These are all the things that are involved in a focus filter. Because if you don't have that stuff straight, you're fuzzy. You're just you're just a wandering generality. You're not a meaningful specific, right? Mm -hmm. And that's not an original either, but it's important. Right. You want to be a meaningful specific. Why are you here? Are you living like you you know why you're here? Are you crushing it? Are you unleashing your potential? Are you like are you like a, this tremendously strong elephant who's just walking in circles when you man pull up the stake, right? And set yourself free. And make something meaningful of your life. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Th that's what it's about. So let's get specific about your focus filter. Mm -hmm. What are the components? What are when we talk about this concept of a focus filter? What are some things yeah. that we should be using to filter out these activities to know if it's going to actually further our life in the right direction? Right. Great question. Well, we'll talk about in a future episode probably vision trips and how you can do a virtual vision trip if you can't get away. We'll talk about a virtual vision trip. The idea of getting away and mapping things out where you talk about these things in detail. But in the meantime, it all begins with your vision statement. What, what's your personal vision statement for your life? What is your personal purpose state, your life purpose statement? It all begins with that. So the foundation, if we were looking at, looking at building a skyscraper, because that's really what your life is. If you want to look at it as a mosaic, you want to look at it as a skyscraper. You want to make sure that that foundation is just rock solid, rock solid. And mm -hmm. a rock solid foundation is built upon a rock solid vision. Why are you here? Who do you want to become on your way of achieving the goals that you achieve? It's all about that. It's not just achieving goals. It's about who you become in the process of achieving those goals. 
right? So a personal life vision statement, a personal life purpose statement, not just a vision versus purpose. Who do you want to become in the process? You're not that person yet. But by the time you're done focusing on all that you're focusing on, this is the person you're going to be when you take your last breath, when your heartbeat beats its last beat, when your brain wave waves its final wave, right? Your purpose statement is, here's why I am here on the bigger scheme of life. Here's why I'm here. So those things are the bedrock of your whole focus filter. And then the other things that now I'm going to jump into, they're designed to filter out the impurities other people's priorities that are not really priorities, things that are urgent but not really important, time wasters, things that are masqueraders, uh, people that are vampires. Have <laughs> you ever thought of a person as a vampire? They suck the life out of you. <laughs> they suck the life out of you because maybe they got an interpersonal relationship issue. Relationships, one of the seven areas of life. Work on your relationship skills. Right. They uh, are they have misplaced priorities. I mean, this happens all the time. People in management, people in, uh, people in upper management and people Underneath them are like scratching their heads saying, I just can't take this, this gal. I just can't take this guy. These people have no clue. They're out of touch with what we're doing in this department. Nothing worse than, and I, I've worked in organizations like that. It drives you crazy. So you, you, that vision of who you want to become, that understanding of why you're here in the grander scheme of things. And then with that is your personality, understanding mm -hmm. your personality. Like, uh, you know, being in church ministry for a number of years and senior pastors, right? And being in a ministry to pastors and to churches for a number of years that convinced me not to be a pastor, right? <laughs> uh, I was kind of like a Jonah, finally succumbed and gave up. You know, you, could, you can't resist God and come out a winner. Sure. You just can't. You sure. just can't. But <clears throat> um, it happens all the time where you'll have a number two guy trying to be a number one guy. Hmm. A number two guy trying to be a number one guy. And, and what I mean by that is not qualitatively, you're number two, so you're not important. And our number one needs a good number two. Right. You have to have that. Right. If you're going to be a great number, if you want to be a great number one, you got to have a great number two. It's a different personality set, a different aptitude. We'll talk about that a little bit too. Aptitude and personality go kind of hand in glove. And if you are a number two person, meaning you're just not an upfront person, you're not a visionary, right? Because every great organization has to have a great visionary. Right. The, the ability of a company to be great is in proportion to its leadership, hmm. right? And you have to have, uh, we were talking about Apple earlier, right? Yeah. Whether you love Apple products or you hate them, man, they're marketing, they're branding, they know who they are, vision, Absolutely. and they know what they do, purpose. They know it. Right. The whole organization knows it, right? So... You see it all the time in organizations and especially in churches where you got a number two trying to be a number one. And man, if you just would embrace who you are, stop trying to be something you're not, somebody you're not. Be a, be a number one, be a phenomenal, be a, a, a phenomenal number one, number two, mm -hmm. right? Be that top shelf one percentile of a phenomenal number two person. And settle into who you are and just relax. Stop trying to be something you're not, right? Right. So, and then the number one person and, you know, a visionary high-level leader needs to appreciate and surround himself or surround herself with phenomenal number twos who are comfortable in who they are. Self-actualization, one of the most important yeah. things in life. That's why 
if you're going to be focused, you not, you not only need to know where you're going and what your purpose is, you need to know who you are. So are you an extrovert? Are you an inter introvert? Hmm. Are you a person who gets energized by being alone? Do you get energized around parties? Or what about you? What, do, what, do you, what energizes you? When you think about, here, just answer the first thing that comes to your mind, answering this. When you th think about going to a party with a lot of people you never met before, does that excite you <laughs> over the idea of going to a party or gathering with people that you know and that you know really well? People I know all day long. No, I completely out of my element when I get to a party where I know no one and yeah. Yeah, because I was gonna invite you to a party Friday. Well, I'm not available. With people that Sorry. you don't know. Um, that's a great, uh, an example, right? Because in, in marriages, you see this all the time. Right. Uh, opposites attract. Yeah, absolutely. And then opposites also repel. So yeah. the very thing that brings you together is also the thing that drives me nuts. You don't want to go out. Come on, can't you be more free spirited? <laughs> well, you know, they're, it's not that one is better than the other. Right. They're different and you can learn strengths. So just that kind of a question, you know, what energizes you? What about you? What would you say? I'm curious. You know, I've actually changed through the years, interestingly enough. Yeah. And that's why working through this stuff on at least an annual basis is so helpful because you can change. Because this is one of the reasons why I left the pastorate. Right. Through a, a self-evaluation process and through a lot of prayer and reflection, I realized, hey, this was great for a season. Phenomenal. Had great people at the church that um, I, I was at m most recently um, and through the years, other churches as well. Um, I realized that this was for a purpose and I loved what I was doing, loved the people that I was with. But then I realized I think that I can have an even greater different impact, right? Like not greater in terms of more important, but greater, I'm meaning greater in terms of a, of, of a more expansive impact because that's the way I'm wired. I'm, right. a, I'm a nuclear bomb person. I'm always thinking, <laughs> uh, how can I impact as many people as possible in a, right. in a positive way, like a good nuclear bomb is what I mean. And so um, uh, that's, that's really important. So for me, I've changed. I love the idea, like the ultimate thing for me would be to be in a log cabin with a fire, with a big fireplace, with a book or writing something myself. Mm -hmm. I love that. I would take that in most, but then I have to get out of that and I've got to go out. I got to meet people. Like I love when I'm speaking to an audience. I love that. Right. I love that. So uh, it used to be. Um, and I think this is a self-actualization thing. I did not like being alone. And, and why do you think I didn't like being alone? You're listening or watching right now. Sometimes when we're alone with ourselves, we have to do what? We have to uh, face the music. And sometimes <laughs> the music is, it's a, uh, a funeral song. <laughs> you know, it's, it's depressing. So we can keep ourselves busy. That's one of the reasons why the human doing trap is so uh, appealing in, in a fake way to people today. Because it's a way of hiding from who you really are, what you should really work on, and who you should become. Mm -hmm. So we use busyness as a drug. We don't just have an opioid epidemic in our country. We have a busyness epidemic. And I think at the root of it, when you think about teenage suicide being at an all-time high and mm -hmm. teenage depression, you got all these devices, all these gadgets, all these ways of making ourselves happy. I think we've amused ourselves to death, right? Distracted yeah. ourselves to death. So. For me, uh, there's not, I, I would love to be in a snowy area, in a log cabin, inside with a fireplace going with my wife, 
with my kids and that's it. Yeah. If I could just do that for the rest of my life and maybe once a week get out and go to New York City or maybe <laughs> Philadelphia or some some right. city and you go out and have a, have a great time, um, I would do that. <laughs> I would do that. So we talked about personality. Mm -hmm. What else are some things that we should be using to filter through mm -hmm. these activities, these events, right. the, the daily walk that we're going through to make sure it's productive? Well, you know, with personality, there are free online tests you can take, right? We haven't developed one yet with Courage Matters, but that's probably one of the things that we'll do. Uh, there's no excuse today. There's this thing called Google. Have you heard of it? I have. And you could take well, a, it or not. all kinds of free personality tests. And it's amazing how many people have not even done that. They don't even know your personality type. Right. And that's actually you get into being a, a number two, trying to be a number one. Right. Try, trying, to, trying to be what your father was. Well, you're not your father or you're what your mother was or trying to live up to their expectations or what your boss is. So um, personality is really important. Understanding your personality, embracing it, settling into it. The other thing is your aptitude. What are you good at? Uh, I was talking to my neighbor the other day. And my son shot a 10 point buck uh, from 50 yards out with his crossbow. Insane. He's a monster, yeah. this guy. Not the buck, my son Titus. <laughs> um, and Simeon, you know, creating our first explainer video yeah. for us, which is great. He's super good at graphics and animation. But um, I was out uh, with my neighbor and we were, we were grinding the, the venison. And he talked about when he was a kid, from the, from the time he was young, he liked taking apart his toys. He got an electronic mm -hmm. gadget. He got some type of whatever it was. He would always take it apart to figure out how it worked. Yeah, I can I can relate to that 100%. You can. Absolutely. You like doing that kind of stuff. Loved it. No kidding. Loved it. Growing up, my, my it wasn't until recently that they, they told me. I always kind of knew I had a little bit into it. Like I love figuring out how to fix things. If things are broken, like I want to fix them. But they told me the uh, the other year they were like yeah i used to always like take apart all of your toys like you wouldn't play with them you would just take them apart and see how they worked and then put them back together so i feel like awesome that you now you know how it works right yeah no i Amazing. i love it it's great it's just, it's, that's an aptitude thing uh other people math you know your wife i can't believe it actually Fiance. is going to school yeah you're, you're well maybe Fiance. we'll publish this after you're married that's a long no, time that'd be a long time does it seem like it's too long you can move the wedding date up you could you could make it closer it's hey time's going by way too fast i hear you need time to plan <laughs> um <laughs> yeah she is teacher. going to school to be a math teacher it's like are you kidding me man when i was in school i couldn't wait to take the last class of calculus order i think calculus is the last thing you take and I vowed never to take another math course again. Went to college, never took another math course, took biology and stuff. So, but these are aptitude things. Uh, some people are really good at math. Some people are uh, really good at language. Language is my thing. I love language. I've always been fascinated with it. My hmm. wife Interesting. speaks French fluently, went to do a French you, speaking school. Do you speak any other language? We okay. do not speak. So you know three languages. words of French. I, don't, I know. Je voudrais un petit croissant, s'il vous plaît. And I totally mispronounced it. That's it. That's the word that I knew. When I went to France, that's what I would say everywhere at a restaurant. And they would go, oh, okay, monsieur, you're stupid. <laughs> so, but, you know, my wife has a great aptitude for languages. Speaks some German, 
and took it in school and can speak some. She would say, no, I can't, but she can't. I've seen her interact with German speaking people. Um, <laughs> so it's your personality is important. Understanding what that is, man, you owe it to yourself. Find out what your personality is. Settle into it. Stop trying to be something you're not. Find out what your aptitude is. You like taking things apart. Well, you, you might need to be in a career where you you might not necessarily physically need to take physical things apart, but you might like how to know how things work, how an organization works. Right. Like I, I know that you like to do, you, you like to know about all these different things, right. how the website, website works, how an app works, how uh, our crowdfunding campaign works, all this stuff. Yep. And it just keeps things vibrant and alive. You know, you know how things work out. So you owe it to yourself to find out your aptitude and you yeah. can take free online tests. Why does it have to be free? <laughs> Man, invest right, a hundred bucks, a couple hundred bucks. Right. Find out your aptitude. Find out the aptitude of your children. Wouldn't that be a great gift to give your kid from time that's early on, help them understand what is your aptitude and guide them to a career that is like a hot knife through butter. <laughs> They're doing what they were made to do. So your personality, your aptitude is really important. And then along with that is your passion, you know, your life passion. And we bring you through a series of fun and engaging questions in the Courageous Life Planning System to help you understand what your passion is. You know, think back over your life about things that you were excited about that, you, that when you think back, they bring a smile to your face or you wish you could do them again. Yeah. Or if you had an opportunity to do that again, does that excite you on a one to 10 scale? Don't use these yes or no questions because they don't get you anywhere. One to 10 helps you understand, well, I'm a 10. Okay, now we're talking about something. Well, I'm a five. Yeah. Okay, well, let's leave the five behind. But understanding your passion and you're thinking, I can tell the wheels are going again. Yeah, no, I, I just, because I'm, I'm thinking myself as far as what are those moments that I would love to do again? What are those moments in my life that, I mean, they were just so enjoyable that I would like to replicate that? And how many people actually stop to, to think about that? How so what are people? some of those things for you? And as you're listening, as you're watching, think about that for yourself. What are some of those things that when you look back, Oh, that was phenomenal. I'd love to. Now, we can't say I'd love to be on the beach. We, we, yeah, many of us would love to be on the beach. I'd like to be on the ski slopes. Okay. Yeah, that we, we, you might not be able to do that all day long. But my son, he wants to be a professional hunter. Yeah. And, we, and we said, why can't you? Yeah. Why can't you be? If you can conceive it, then you can achieve it. Yeah. Right? So what about you? What, what's When you think about your passion, when you think about things that excited you in the past, what, what are some of those things? Yeah, no, I just think back to like my high school days and what I was involved in high school. I was super involved in music. Um, I, in marching band, I was a drummer. So in drumline and just being able to... Um, like that for, for a good part of my high school mm -hmm. career, like I, I poured everything I had into drumming and uh, senior year being a drumline captain and just the leadership yeah. and being able to just pour into people and like help teach them how to play, how to read music, stuff like that. that. Loved it. Loved it. And then another big part of my high school career was business. I was mm -hmm. a part of a, a business program during my junior and senior year uh, called DECA. Mm -hmm. And DECA is this huge organization that is like, it's kind of like FBA, Future Business Leaders of, a, yeah. of America. Um, What's DECA stand for? It, it's so weird. It's like distributive. No, distributive. Entrepreneurial. Education Clubs of America. Okay. So whatever that means to you. Know. But it was super business focused. I remember we never had a DECA program until my junior, senior year. So mm -hmm. was able to go to, to international conferences both years and just compete against like really solid people that understood business. And, yeah. um, and that fires you up. 
fired me up because I was, I, I love creating. I loved being able, I so wrote business fresh. plans. Uh, my yeah. senior year, I had a DJ company and it was a business growth plan. So it was all about mm-hmm. how can you create the the future of this business? How can you mm-hmm. scale it? How can you take it to the next level? Mm-hmm. Uh, good buddy of mine, Tyler, him and I competed using that business plan together. Mm-hmm. We actually like, uh, we were one of the finalists. So uh, this was at the international conference uh, and we were like the top 18 teams out of the entire nation. It was just like that moment fired me up that wow. I have a passion for a business. I have a passion yeah. for creating. So yeah. when you, when you said that, think back to mm-hmm. what are some things that you would, you would do more hundred percent yeah, creating and, and, being that vision for yep. what, what can be done better? How can we grow? How right. can we be strategic? And and you do a great job at that with Courage Matters, man. I'm, I thank God for you. I really do, I man. I thank that. God for all that you do. And I, I, it's been so invigorating for me to be able to uh, bump, bounce off of each other. And what about this? What about that? And yeah. then be able to have the freedom to also say, that's stupid. <laughs> and be able to Which we do. We do that all the time, right? <laughs> uh, but if you don't whiteboard it, what is whiteboarding? Don't critique it. Just to have the safety and the freedom. Just talk about it. Anything goes. And in that process, and usually when you whiteboard, when you brainstorm, uh, same idea. You can do it for like 30 minutes, an hour, 90 minutes, you know, depending on the size of your, your team. And usually the very best ideas you, you spend like out of a 30 minute meeting, you'll spend the first 25 minutes to be like, ah, eh. you do all that 25 minutes mm-hmm. to get to the last five. That's when that cream comes to the surface. And right. if you give up too soon on the creative process, or if you put uh, limitations that shouldn't be there in the creative process, we're not critiquing the idea. Let's just take the lid off of it. Let's live with no limits, right? That's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. The, the idea of no limits. Remember, there are only two limits on your life. The ones that your creator puts on you and the ones you put on yourself. Nobody else can limit you. Nobody. So be careful because if you believe that it's a limit when it's not, you've limited yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. But when you when you allow that creative process to take place and hey, whatever, just just whiteboard it. It's just an amazing thing happens. And so, you know, when we talk about what's your life passion, think about situations you've been in the past, uh, things you've taken apart. Does it frustrate you? Things that you that you like to do. Uh, what really fired you up? Places you like to be. It's not uh, difficult at all. It, these are very simple questions. They're very significant questions. I mean, what is more significant than finding out your passion, finding out your personality, finding out your aptitude, prioritizing your life purpose, prioritizing your life? I mean, this is this is huge. Right. This is gonna this is gonna set you the absence or the presence of clarity in these areas. You understand what I'm saying? How clear you are on these things will determine your success in life, your fulfillment, your achievement, your happiness, your impact. And there are people who have gone to their graves. In fact, I think most people didn't really unleash their passion, Hmm. didn't unleash their personality, didn't unleash their aptitude. Oh, my goodness, you owe it to every living creature to understand who you are in regard to all these things and to go for it 110 percent right you you, you've got to do that so the the issue really is that most people and you might not have done this yourself uh, if you're listening or watching most people have not done 
the, the most simple, obvious thing that you need to do to get you to move forward, which is to ask simple yet significant questions. Right. Slow down, hit pause, take some time. That's why a vision trip is so important, whether it's a virtual or real where you go away, you know, someplace else or whether you do a virtual one wherever you are. Hit pause, ask the simple, significant questions. Take your time, answer them honestly. Slow down so that you can speed up. Hmm. Slow down so that you can speed up because I'll tell you what, what's going to happen if you don't. You're going to get depressed. People get suicidal. People de they detach from their work. They become human doings. They, they drink too much coffee, have too much sugar, too much processed food, comfort food. Because what are you doing? You're trying to numb yourself. Some people take opioids, right? And take heroin. Other people smoke weed. Hmm. Some people drink alcohol. Some people throw themselves into work that they can't stand. They get involved in pornography uh, um, or uh, even sexting type of stuff. Hmm. By the way, when you get a message on Instagram from somebody and you don't know who it is and some hot looking girl in a bikini wants to send you a message, <laughs> but you have to approve it or disapprove it. Disapprove. You, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Just disapprove it because uh, you do a little bit of research on that. A lot of times these people are involved in uh, under ground uh, organizations, <laughs> CD organizations, and they want you to exchange information with them, if you know what I'm saying, virtually that then they can use against you and um, blackmail you. So that person that you think you're talking to might not even mean the person you're talking to that you think that, that you think it is, or they could be a front for right. an organization, right? Because human trafficking, <laughs> people get involved in human trafficking for exactly that kind of stuff. Now, let's focus back on what we're talking about, <laughs> right? If you don't take time to focus, you're going to live a life out of focus. Yeah. You've got to make that your priority. So all these things are huge. And then the five vital values we're going to talk about, I suggest five vital values uh, in my journey of making mistakes and failure, which is the back door to success. You need to know what are, the, what are your values? You know, organizations have operating values. How many families have operating values? How many couples have operating values? That's a good point. It's a that, really good point. That's where, you, that's where you get to this point of, well, well, how come you think this behavior is okay? Right. This behavior is fine with me. Well, it's not okay with me. Why? Because you don't have the same value hmm. in whatever it might be. How come you can go to bed mad and I can't go to bed unless we, we got to sit down and talk this out right now because you have different values. And couples don't think about what, what are the values that we have? Hey, yeah. How are you going to raise kids then? And they're, they're not going to have their values. And I think that goes into one of the other parts that you mentioned about your focus filter is you have about your your worldview and your character. How, how are you guys viewing your character and integrity? How are you guys viewing the world? Do you mm -hmm. guys look at it through that same lens? And if you're not. Mm -hmm. But, you know, character is huge, right? At the end of the day, if your vision doesn't involve character, mm -hmm. I'm not talking about being a character. Talking about quality character. And what, what are you doing? Hmm. Why are you doing it, right? Sitting down and evaluating what is important to me in regard to character. I, I took a hint from Billy Graham's life. You know, early on when he was having success in his ministry, he determined him and George Beverly Shea and um, uh, Cliff, uh, Cliff Barrows, the three of them hung out together. They made a covenant to never be alone with a woman anywhere for any reason other than their wife. Hmm. And that was at a time when there were a lot of 
moral failures. You know, more things change the more they stay the same. Right. I mean, we're seeing the same thing today. You know, famous comedian we just heard about uh, yeah. Christian comedian the other day with uh, very inappropriate behavior that he's admitted to, right? Um, and pastors, you know, falling yeah. like flies for yeah. for moral failures because they got caught up in the human doing issue. They did not sit down and spend time thinking deeply, contemplating, not with a digital device, but analog paper, right? That's why courageous life planning systems paper on purpose right. to help you think deeply. And then you're mobile. You know, you're not carrying around this this with you all over the place. And your appointments are in your your computer or in your smartphone, but you're using your smartphone wisely. If you don't think through your character. Um, I adopted that Billy Graham approach myself. You know, the other day we were in the office, right? Remember? Mm -hmm. And we were in a shared office space and uh, you were leaving. Yep. And part of it was like, oh, shoot, I've got, you know, about two or three more hours worth of stuff that I'd love to do. But I've learned that there's no shortcuts. So if I had stayed, it would have been me and another gal who was there with nobody else around. Mm. So I tell my boys this all the time. What's the best way? to resolve a conflict or sure what's the best happens. way to recover from a moral failure to prevent it from happening in the first place, hmm. right? Just prevent it from happening. So I had to leave and I had to come home and, and do some stuff and just leave the consequences with God, right? And, right? and so an ounce of prevention, but you have to think through, right? What's the best way to handle an accusation to prevent it from happening in the first place? Well, you were with this woman in such and such place. No, it wasn't because Never happened. It's not even possible. Right. Everybody knows my standard and it's not even possible. So character is huge in terms of your focus filter because here's what happens, Aaron. So I'm going to burn my candle at the both, both ends to make more money. And that's what it becomes about. I'm going to make more money and I want to provide for my family. Well, if in the course of burning the candle on both ends and making more money, you're not connected with your spouse, not connected with your kids. Like Jesus says it this way, what does it profit a man to gain the whole world and lose his soul? Right. So you're making more money. But in the meantime, you're going to end up getting divorced. Your kids are going to hate you. Absent father, absent mother. Mm -hmm. What is that? That's that stuff is is priceless. The relationship issues. Right. Right. So you need to think these things through so that you can be focused so that when the temptation comes, it's going to come. The temptation is going to come. Immediate gratification. You know, we could even do a podcast on H.A.L.T. Whenever you're hungry, angry, lonely, tired, you're susceptible. Right. Hmm. All the people that fell in the Bible, all the people you think about today that are out there, you know, falling like flies, especially in the evangelical community, right? Hmm. Uh, we certainly know in, in Catholic circles as well, right. falling like flies. Political circles, right? Yeah. Our country's in a, in a crisis. That. Um, nobody wakes up one day and says, hey, I think I'm going to commit a gross moral mistake. Hmm. It's, it's, a, it's little by little, the process, you begin down a road that you would never wake up and say, hot Dog, right. I can't wait to look at inappropriate pictures that are going to make me, you know, get more and more calloused and more hard. So you need to be focused on what kind of person are you? What kind of person do you want to become on your way to achieving goals? So that when the temptation comes, hmm. you can say, you know what? I'm not even going to give more than two seconds to that because it's a, it's, it's a slam dunk. No, right. it's not in keeping with my character. So that character component is, is huge to the focus filter, making sure that you're filtering out things that you don't even want to spend time on so that you are spending time on the things you want to. And along with that, you know, your worldview. And then you get to the point of your culture as well. Hmm. 
what kind of what kind of impact do you want to have on culture? And planning systems don't make you think about that. Right. Right. Ours does. Right. The courageous life planning system does, because life is too short to do anything less than your passion. It's too short to do anything less than your aptitude. It's too short to do anything less than live in, in life with your personality. It's too short to to live without having solid character. Life is too short to go through and try to figure out how you're interacting with everybody, you know, as if you're an amoeba floating through this uh, <laughs> cytoplasmic uh, experience without knowing what do you believe? What are your core beliefs in terms of your worldview? Right. Life's too short to go through. What are your values? What do you value in life? You, you know, so... All of these things are designed. And it's why we, before we get you into the goal setting process, hey, hold on a second here, Professor. Before we go through the goal setting process, before you get out your annual planner, you know, we've got one, the yearly planner. Mm. Before you do all that stuff, can we just please help you sit down and understand more about yourself so that when you get to that process, what you're doing is you're slowing down so you can speed up. Yeah. Whatever you lose right now in terms of taking the time to find out all these things and, and, and understand who you are, you're going to gain exponentially. You're, you're, you just got to stop the greasing machine. You got to take your car eventually to get a tune up. But you know that the benefits of one, you know, doesn't it feel great when you get your oil change or when you do an oil change in your car? Yeah. I mean, you feel like- Good for another 10,000 miles. I'm on top of the world, man. <laughs> I have my car, I have changed my oil. I feel like it's great. You're slowing down so that you can speed up because if you don't, and it's all about speed, size, and numbers, which is the world we're living in today. And many churches have, they drank that Kool-Aid. It's about speed, size, and numbers. What's going to happen is you're eventually going to have to slow down. Hmm. You cannot sustain the, the pace that you're at if you haven't taken the time to focus on what's most important hmm. and bedrock stuff. I love it. So. No, I love it, Mike. It, it makes me realize that you can be you can be focused, but also focused on the wrong things. Unless you actually have a filter, I think I love I love that it's two things. It's not just focus, but it's a focus filter. It's mm -hmm. not just hey, let's focus on our events and busyness and mm -hmm. scheduling because a lot of people, like I said previously, they would say, yeah, I am I am a focused person. Right. I know what I'm doing and I'm getting my work done. Right. But. If all of that work and activity isn't being filtered through your life purpose, your vision, right. your personality, your aptitude, right. culture, character, all of these things, mm -hmm. I mean, you're, you're going to drift. You're, you are. It's, it's inevitable. And you can be, uh, you, you can have good intentions. You can have solid moral character, right? But life is not only about having solid moral character. It's about having influence. And that's what we talk all the time. That's why we call it the legacy blueprint, right? That's your life organizer. It's about what legacy are you creating? How yeah. intentional are you becoming? So all of these things come together. They converge, right? Yeah. Like I'm hope, hoping that as you're listening or watching, you're saying, you know, I never thought about these things before in regard to setting goals or as we like to say, achieving goals. Don't just set goals, achieve them. I never thought about this before. If you will actually think through these things and prioritize them and slow down long enough to get in touch with who you are, who you wanna be, you're gonna speed up and yeah. you're gonna spend less time having to sit down on the road. That makes sense, right? Yeah. So this stuff is huge in the focus filter and that's why we take you through it with the videos, training videos and write in the legacy blueprint. And then as you work through it, imagine you know five years from now, 10 years from now, 30 years from now, 40 years from now, you're looking back and you're saying, man, that was like, 
years ago when I walked walk through that stuff and it becomes part of your DNA, who you are. And DNA replicates, hmm. right? Right. Boom, DNA replicates and that's, that's what it's about. So yeah. focus filter does exactly like that. Like you said, it focuses you and filters out stuff that you shouldn't be involved in. Love it. Love this conversation, Mike. Love having yeah. the, the time to it's just stuff. pick your brain about it and such a great concept. So yeah. tomorrow you, you mentioned a little bit there at the end about ex, or replication. Mm-hmm. I know one of the five vital values that we're going to be jumping into is exponential replication, mm-hmm. um, simplicity, tons of just great words that you, these are literally bedrocks that if you focus on your five vital values, it'll just help you go to a deeper, higher place. So Huge. next episode tomorrow, we're actually going to jump into laying the foundation to what these five vital values are mm-hmm. and how they can help you in mm-hmm. every area of your life. Yeah. For you individually, for your family, for your organization. So we're not telling you you've got to have these. Right. But I think by the time we're done, you will be more convinced whether you're watching or listening, you'll be more convinced. You know what? I owe it to myself to seriously consider what this guy's saying hmm. and perhaps maybe seriously ad- adapt these. Just start with them, right? If you can right. improve on them, awesome. And that, we'd love to hear from you. Info at couragematters.com. If you have a question or comment, social media at the official Michael Anthony. Uh, private message me on on that and our bot will get you the um, <laughs> guide for goal setting and achievement and um, if you are part of the Russian mafia do not send me a picture uh, <laughs> telling me you want to interact with me and have a relationship with me because it ain't happening and um, uh, we're, uh, of course CourageousLifeSystem.com yep. is for the planning system and um, you know maybe something that we're talking about too maybe it resonates with you and you have a group you have an organization you would love to have me come in and speak to them. I'm going to do a keynote for them. I love doing that. I love doing that. So maybe we can do it in a cabin next to a fire. Have all your people cram into a cabin. I like it. Next to a, wouldn't that be fantastic? In the snow. So, yeah. So we'd love to hear from you. And it helps us, man. I appreciate you. Appreciate you. Yeah. We hope you enjoyed today's Courage Matters podcast, along with other podcasts in this series, 30 Days of Achieving Goals and Unleashing Your Potential. Why not share this podcast and this series with a friend who could use a lift? And if you're looking to take your life to the next level, you'll love the new Courageous Life Planning System. It'll walk you through a proven process to help you set and achieve great goals, live with no limits, and unleash your greatest potential. No other goal achievement system gives you so much to positively revolutionize your life. It'll help you set and achieve lifetime and long-term goals so that your dreams become a reality one day at a time. To get your Courageous Life Planning System, download the free Courage Matters app or visit CourageousLifeSystem.com. That's CourageousLifeSystem.com. It's your time to soar.